This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Dave. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, December 7th, and this is episode 85 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. We, again, are proud to introduce Saber, Sabre, and Razor. That's together a cool name, Saber. Sabre and Razor, who are our guests again this week. And Tinzian, Dungeon Master, you can catch us up on where we are, and you are a go. Good evening, everybody. Uh, today's been a little bit busy on the RSS feed. Um, hopefully it'll be all ironed out by the time that this podcast comes out. There is a total of three parts um, for Rabbit's Last Recap, and uh, today is the 7th of December, and episode 84 was just released. In the past, iTunes hasn't had an issue, has, hasn't had an issue hiding... Um, episodes that are dated in the future it just shouldn't show up in the feed but today it did so i'm kind of afraid there may be some cross-pollination or some confusion for the clients and also uh as genesee pointed out um during one of the recap episodes if our listeners would be kind enough to go out and uh leave us a review it would be greatly appreciated and for those who have, we thank you very much. And for those who listen each week um, or here and there, appreciate that as well. I know there's been a couple of new faces that have popped up on Facebook recently. In the last episode, which Sabre was probably staring at some pretty little piece of hardware in the workroom, but uh, we had Razor, the mighty, mighty Warforge. Um, reduced to a poor York <laughs> and his head was interrogated. his head was interrogated by Cesar to some degree or another poked in the eye with a sword repeatedly by Xanatari I know nothing of what you speak and assayed for value uh, by Thorn on at least one or possibly two occasions. So I'm going to pick up with the party still being in the workroom, but I believe it would make sense to start this time with Cesar, since uh, you are at present holding the dismembered head of Razor. Of Razor. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Trying to collect my thoughts in terms of where we were. I think we had decided to uh, make our way. Oh, um, I think I had discussed possibly cobbling together the body 
to mm-hmm. get it to sort of motor along. Yep. So I guess um, I'll have to uh, maybe take uh, Razor's head with me as I collect the parts and uh, bring them together and then uh, start working on it and uh, say, uh, do you have any uh, tips here on how to get this together nice and quick? Well, it, it is 700 pounds of uh, body there, so I hope whatever you plan on moving it with is stronger than you feeble breathers. I was just uh, planning on uh, attaching the, uh, the servo here to the, the motor apparatus and, uh, you know, uh, working up uh, some sort of uh, self-locomotion. Basically, uh, the body without the head. Well, that should work. It, it would help a, a whole lot if that uh, thing over there, that uh, beast, would replace the power source that he stole and possibly replace the leg that he's been gnawing on. And carving. <laughs> he he dropped that over here, but uh, uh, Thorn? Hmm? Um, I'm going to listen absently while I'm actually going to do something. I have something in mind I was thinking the other day. And I've got all these bits and pieces that I've gathered from the workshop, and I'm not doing anything useful with them. I should make something useful out of these things. So, all the bits and pieces that I've gathered, um, given that it is a workshop and there's bits of chain everywhere and uh, I managed to find some gold wiring and I've got the uh, power source which we're going to call the heart of a warforge because that's where I pried it from. Um, I'm going to craft an item if I may, Dungeon Master. Okay. What are you going to attempt to craft? I'm going to craft a necklace out of this heart. Okay. (laughs) That's some serious bling. How big is this heart? I don't know. How big is the heart? Probably about the uh, size of a, a good average human's fist. Okay. Um, what would you like me to roll in order to do this? Hmm. Arts and crafts check. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get him some macaroni and some popcorn sticks. Yes. Do, do I have the skill to use crazy glue? Can you macrame? How much Slash paint does Thorn eat? Yes. Well, this will be a, uh, a skills check and... Since I don't know of anything that's probably quite work in this case, uh, let's go versus your intelligence. <laughs> that's the worst one to go against. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, for the audience, I, I think there's going to be some drilling involved here and uh, some really quite, weird... Quite possibly a giant hammer may be involved. <laughs> now, normally... When you push red buttons, bad things happen, happen Thorn. Um, in this case, you're drilling into <laughs> a red something that is... I'm sure the power source will be really effective. Power source. So, well, dear listeners, this may or may not be the end of the <laughs> season three really quick here. <laughs> It'll end in a bang. Now, now, Fraser can see him doing this. I, I remind him that that's a bad idea. Okay. I disregard your wisdom. I roll a 16. <laughs> and what is your intelligence? 10. Okay. Uh... Wow, that's even even generously trying to find you some 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 stuff that's not good. Okay, uh, 
Well, let's just see on a roll of uh, four more times if how many times you can um, get a ten or under. Ten or under, or ten over. Ten or under. Oh, God. Alright, well, it helps if I actually roll against... Okay, that's an 18. That's a 15. Mm, you're gonna die. That's a, th- that's a 3. That's a 9. Hey. So I'm at 2 for 2, right? Yeah. Yep. Actually, no, you're right now at 3 for 2. 3 so. for 2? We'll make it 3 for 3. I'm at 9 again. Okay. Uh, and a 9 once more. Cesar? Huh? You, you are suddenly observing Thorn attempting to emulate you. And uh, I don't know if you wish to be the proud parent, but <laughs> pretty much power tools are involved at this point. Um, do you want to try and make either a have uh, me save versus your reflex, or do you want to try and intercede in some way? Um, Duck yes. cover? Um... If only because I need that part that he's trying to deface. Okay. Um, not really concerned for his personal safety too much. He gets into whatever he wants to get into. That's fine by me. But okay. let's keep the diamond tip drill bit away from the uh, the power source there. Okay. And uh, thirteen um, to your hmm. reflex. Say thirteen. Hmm. That's. I'm pretty sure it's a miss. Yeah, it's a miss. Okay. All right. Uh, trying to get the stone away from him um, by throwing something at him probably isn't going to work. Do you wish to get directly involved? Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll set Razor's head down neatly beside the pile of parts that I've collected and uh, stride over. What exactly, Thorn, are you doing? Physically. Physically? Um, well, I, I guess, given that I don't really know it's a power source, I'm attempting to chisel it down to a decent-sized stone um, so I can then set it or wrap it in in uh, the gold wiring that I have and then loop a chain through, like, a small loop made in the gold wiring so I can make, like, a necklace All right, so I can um, wear my prize. Scissor picks up a, a random part... Uh, he gets up, strides over, there's a, a maybe a workbench, he picks up just some random hunk of metal or bits or something, uh, and uh, as uh, he raises the uh, the uh, the chisel to, uh, to strike the stone wherever he has it sitting, since he has both hands occupied with that, he uh, says or just sort of walks up behind him and uh, just casually just sort of swaps it out and walks away with the... Uh, the power source, leaving whatever crap behind for him to do with whatever he pleases. <laughs> Somehow I think I would notice that my prize has been nabbed. Probably. <laughs> Alright, let me see if I can make a perception check and see whether I actually see him do this. I'm not trying to be stealthy. I just do it. Oh. I just do it fast. <laughs> <sighs> One, I don't see it. I, I actually don't see anything. I... I'm so focused on this that I think Thorn, I s- you are blinded <laughs> by the bling. Uh, fine, take the part. <laughs> <clears throat> um, this 
calls for a good opportunity, I guess, then, to reach into... Alright, so I, I go and I grab the part, and I pick it up. I say, wait a minute. Okay. This isn't my part. The hell? Magic. It's changed. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's ever... a, you, you say it, it, it transformed? That must be a pretty valuable piece there. You might want to uh, <laughs> keep a hold of that. Bluff check. Flinging in disguise. I don't think you need to, given that I rolled a one. I'm going to put that in my pouch. <laughs> so, um, so what was it? Just scrap metal, right? Yeah, just I don't know, like a like some stuff welded together. I don't know. Hey, Thorn. Yo. For, for a one, that might be an artifact worthy of returning to your tribe with. Ooh, <laughs> artifact. Hey guys, look what I found. <laughs> It's a giant. It took me a month and a half of travel. Like flavor flav. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, deciding that it's such a valuable artifact, I'm going to store it away in one of my many pouches, and I'm going to pull out the large opal that I stole from Desa um, many weeks ago. Now, um, it'll probably be easier. No one will take this away from me either, so I'm going to pop this one down. Maybe like crack it in half and, and start carving that gem thing. Okay. Uh, Razor, you are seeing um, the impossible become possible before your damage optic sensors. Sabre? After being poked in the eyes enough, they're damaged. <laughs> okay. Sabre, uh, what's up with you? During, um, she'll probably just kind of lean back against the wall and just keep observing and just shaking her head from time to time. Okay. Um. And what's a twelve versus your passive perception? Mm, passive perception is twenty-five. So. Okay. Well. Kind of thing for as you're leaning there uh, and getting settled again and stuff that um, sounds like there's something outside at a distance. Outside as in the way we came in or outside as in somewhere else in the room? Mm, be further down that that tunnel that um, Cesar managed to find with the crossbow okay. bolt. Um... She'll kind of move herself off the wall and walk next to Xanatari, and as she walks by, she'll say, I think something's coming up the hallway. And walk towards the door, and then she will go invisible. Okay. And then kind of stick her head outside the door and kind of look around. Okay. There's seems to be two sources of something. Mm-hmm. One the way that you came, one much, it, well, you don't have confirmation that there's something down the other way, but you're kind of used to hearing things um, underground, and there's just some sort of sound that doesn't come across as just being in a cave. It's just random? Yeah. What's the sound coming up the entryway from the city? Um, sounds like clicking. 
clicking is in footsteps or clicking as in what? Clicking as in something against stone or some things against stone. Like a hoof sound? Like a, a solid high heels? What? <laughs> I'll kind of move a little bit further out into the hallway. Okay. See if I can get a better bead on what's coming up the hallway. Okay, well, as you're coming up the hallway, uh, you start to see what appears to be um, either spears or a clawed set of fingers or something appear shadowed uh, against and cast kind of like a wide light um, is behind you because they're coming down the light coming down the, the from the city into the tunnel would be casting shadows there mm-hmm. seems to be something like a clawed fingers or some kind of deal and they're moving okay this is, you know, giant, like, kind of shadow things on the wall. So it could be... Oh my be... god, it's Sam! It's Sam and Frodo! They've, they've come from Mount Doom! What? <laughs> what? Don't so, remember that scene in Lord of the Rings? Never mind. It could be a monster, it could be a group of troops coming to secure the area. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. While you ponder that, uh, Sanitari, good evening. Hello. Well, as I'm watching Thorn intently to see what he's doing uh, and recognizing that it's not threatening or about to cause damage to the party, I just watch interestedly, try to learn more about his skills in that area, and uh, laugh as Caesar walks off with the heart and say nothing. And then as Sabre walks next to me and I hear her whisper, I would be alerted and turn to look at her as she heads to the doorway, and as she heads to the doorway and disappears, I'll be completely shocked and awed and jump back and just stare at the area and kind of creep close to where I saw her disappear and encircle it and try to like, touch the air and see what that is. Okay. Um, do you utilize your mind link at all? Actually, yes. I would do that, because I wondered if she disappeared, if she teleported somewhere, or if she's still there, and it's just visual. So I guess I would just ping her to see if I can get like an idea of like her, her mind presence around, or if she's just completely missing. <laughs> Sabre, have you, have you seen the movie Tropic Thunder? No. Has anybody here seen the movie Tropic Thunder? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I, I sort of envision uh, Sabre's banishment, you know, vanishing in front of Xanatari, sort of like the director in Out in the Wild. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on from there since okay. half the group here doesn't understand the reference. It would be funny. Okay. Um, Xanatari, you were able to uh, realize that... Sabre is still somewhat close, and it wasn't teleport, and um, that there is something up. Okay. Uh, I would alert the others that there's danger uh, quietly, um, first to Cesar, and then 
<laughs> then I would yell it to Thorn in a sort of raised voice and get out my sword and start to head, at this point I'm listening and trying to get an idea if there's anything around, and head towards the door, which obviously opened all by itself, uh, and kind of cautiously peer out. Okay. Um, the way, if you, if you were to progress down the hall, away from the way which you came, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just, there's a cave. Um... Back the other way, though, you you hear something. Sounds kind of like something clattering or clicking against uh, stone. And it's about all the information you have at this moment. Okay. I would cautiously uh, approach down the hall. Okay. You two soon start to see um, what looks to be Shapes on the wall. Shadows on the wall. Okay. Um, what sort of shape are these shadows? Like humanoid? Uh, not humanoid. It looks looks like um, some sort of clawed fingers or... Clawed fingers. Okay. So I'm thinking like a dragonkin or... Could be. But, you know, the, it, it, the, sh- the shape is very large. There's a lot of light coming down, um, especially since uh, Krugor's fireball kind of opened up the area a little bit. Okay. Added some additional fire to the mix. Prove that you can burn stone except for everything <laughs> except for Sabre. Um. Did you try to establish your mind link with her or just try to see if she was out there? Um, I guess just kind of send a questioning feeling like, you know, kind of the, the impression of shock and question. Um, she'll, there's a, a surprise on her end that she's receiving such a question. And then as you come out into the hallway, just as kind of an outcropping where there's some cover, she'll fade back into view because that invisibility doesn't last that long. And she'll just kind of turn to you and put her finger up to her lips and point towards the entrance. Okay. At this point, I'm looking to see where Thorn is because he probably has the best stealth of all of us. And uh, even though I, I would like to take point, if he can get past me and see something, I would let him go first. So you're gonna you're gonna try and mental Thorn. I'm just looking like he should be hopefully following since we went out the door. Okay, Thorn, you're busy making your bling. Um, you've gotten sound of alarm. Yep. Um. So, given that. Zenatari um, doesn't yell without, you know, careless abandon or without reason. <laughs> um, usually it's because I've done something wrong or there is something wrong in the general vicinity. Um, uh, my ears would perk up and I'd look around to see her heading through the door. So I basically grab everything up that I'm working on in one hand, um, tools and all, stuff it into one of my side pouches um, 
and sort of run to catch up with uh, Zanatari <clears throat> and give her a, a questioning look as uh, not quite sure what, what's going on. Um, I, I, I go to the same doorway as, as they went through and, and uh, you know, as I'm going past uh, Cesar, I sort of grab him by the shoulder and, and drag him along as well while he's clinging on to um, onto Razor's head. Okay. Let us go back uh, to Cesar. You have just uh, snatched up the item, um, probably returned back to where you were, but uh, bring us up to speed with where you're at. Um, all right. Uh, well, having everything he needs to get started on his project, he'll take note of the warning from uh, Xanatari, but seeing her head out and Thorn sort of head towards the issue as well without seeing a you know significant threat at this point, he's going to set to work on assembling that body, working mm-hmm. with uh, Razor as much as possible to give him tips where he needs it to uh, get the work done quickly but, but well to get this, mm-hmm. uh, this thing up and running. And Razor, um, as as you attempt to uh, make sense of just the fact of how brazen some of these people these people are, he's starting to rebuild a body for you. Are you gonna try and help him, or is the fact that it's a um, to borrow the HK fifty one or HK forty seven monologues um, these meat bags? Oh, they get these meat bags. Um, yeah, and, uh, I I would try to help him uh, get the body back together because that's only gonna help me in the, in the long run of things. So uh, Razor would be letting him know that uh, exactly where to put the power source, how to attach it in there, since uh, Thorn only ripped it out and uh, try to get things so that they're lined up correctly. Um, hopefully, be able to get that link reattached. And uh, get the get the body to stand. Well, you, you and, all, and also you may you may want to provide if you have any um, ability for uh, developing the concept of laser surgery because you know you're never supposed to get a tattoo with somebody's name on it. Um, uh. You're gonna want to get that get that removed before uh, head to prison the next time. Um, <laughs> Well, well I, I, I can't I can't see that quite like because I only have one optical sensor that's working and that's over in a non-working section. Okay, uh, are you going to attempt to bond at all or be friendlier to Cesar or, or are you going to kind of egg him every once in a while? Um, you know, I I think uh, seeing that Cesar is trying to trying to help. Uh, building a little more trust with him and uh, trying to help him out and hopefully build a little little uh, better relationship with Cesar than, than the others, especially with Orn. <laughs> Cesar, are you um, adding any extra features, tricks, uh, deactivating anything? I think the focus right now is just uh, uh, functionality. Uh, we've got places to be and drow to find, so... As much as he's, you know, wanting to 
you know, throw on a couple extra doohickeys here and there. Uh, he's just focused on getting it it uh, it mobile. Thorn, let's go back to you yes. for a moment. Uh, you're now out the door. You can see where Sabre and Xanatari are. Go ahead. So um, I, I've cut. I've cast uh, an Atari effect question glance as to what the problem is. Um, okay. So yeah, I I look at Zanatari with that questioning glance, and uh, I'm like, "What's what's the matter?" I can't tell you what's the matter. I don't know, but Sabri disappeared and went down that hall, and I hear this, some strange sounds coming from there. Well, you know what we need to do. Let's investigate. Yes. All right, I'm a I'm a stealth. By the way, the uh, the clicking sound sounds cautious. Is that? It's, not, it's not like a, a rapid fire machine gun sound. So they're basically trying to sneak up on us, the devils. Uh, that would be a thirty for my stealth roll. Okay, very good. I'm going to then proceed up the hallway and perform a dungeoneering check to see if I can identify one, the shadow, and two, the noise. Okay. 26. Yes, you realize there is a shadow, many of them, and yes, yes. there is noise. Haha, <laughs> success. <laughs> and a middle finger on video. Yep. Because you expected that. Uh, uh, that was just me rubbing my eye because I'm. That's Got an eye twitch and it's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just flipped off the dungeon master. It's gonna be pain in your future. Um. Love you, Tizian. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> hold on for just a moment. It looks like uh, Cybray's got something he wants to chime in with, real quick. Is the uh, other sound from the other side of the hallway still coming up? Oh yeah, yeah. There's. It, it, it's now more and more of a confirmation that there's something there that just doesn't seem right. And if you want to go in direction of right and wrong, <laughs> the wrong is the other way. Okay. Well, Sabray will turn to face that other side of the hallway and kind of cup her hands in front of her and she'll kind of breathe into her hands and use prestidigitation to make a little glowing uh, butterfly and send it down that other side of the hallway to see, try to get an idea of what's coming. Okay, so we, we now have um, Care Bear Power shooting off. <laughs> that would be deliberate. <laughs> I'm an NPC, I got no fear. Okay. So, so a, a prestidigitation, it's just the image to show. It's just creating light and to try to get some light down the tunnel to see what's coming. Okay. Um, there is nothing that you can see at this moment. Again, it, it's just this growing feeling that there is something coming up that way. There's just... Okay. She'll there, keep her. There are there are, there are sounds at a distance that are just just out of place enough. She'll keep her focus and attention down that side of the hallway, watching as it goes further down. Um, Sanitari, Thorn has stealth. 
as as your your confident plan was um, that he would. Sabre has apparently got her attention pointed down the other direction for the tunnel. Mm-hmm. What sort of plans for the next couple couple moments would you like to make? I'm going to go down the one who's not being observed, the one that Thorn and I are close to, and follow where my guess is that Thorn is, and knowing him well enough in his shape and such, I could probably guess by you know small movements and shadows and sounds where he is. Try to follow a couple paces behind, uh, down the hallway towards the shadows, keeping into cover where I can and trying to stay away from any light sources. Okay. The... As you start to move, Sanitari, because Thorn, Thorn's moving up, uh, he's stealth. You start to move, the shadows suddenly freeze in place. Okay. Um, at this point, I have per- put Bert away because he's an obvious light source and wouldn't be so awesome to be walking with. Um, I will also freeze when I hear that. Okay. After a couple moments, there's, uh, again, some movement of part of this shadow thing on the wall. And the clicking sound seems to be more of a kind of a slow scrape. You hear like a, a scrape of metal for a moment on stone. Like somebody taking the the tip of a sword and scraping it across the point across um, a stone wall. Hmm. It seems to be in time with one of the movements of one of the shadows. Okay, like someone has their sword and they're just dragging it against the wall as they walk. Or dragging it on the floor or something. Whatever, the, the, the sound versus the movement on the wall... Okay, I'm going to make some assumptions that these are at a low level of intelligence, but more humanoid or in a, or something similar to that, okay. um, because they have metal on them, and they're not being very smart about their stealth. So I'm going to keep approaching toward where I think they are and following Thorn, and I guess look over my shoulder to see if Cesar ha- has followed or... Something is coming out of the door behind us. Okay. Um, in the next turn, next time around, you will be uh, in position to turn the corner as you wish, okay? Okay. Cesar, how are things going with you and Razor in there? After, so you, oh. you cut out. Was, was that to me? Yes. What did Cesar. you say? Cesar, uh, you've been in there for a couple minutes. Um, things are progressing outside. How are things going with you and Razor? Uh, as well as can be. Uh, we uh, we don't have any uh, catchphrases yet, but you know, we're we're soon to be best buds, I'm sure. Um, handshake. <laughs> Secret. No hands for you. <laughs> Not yet. That's why I have to. That's why I have to build. Oh wait, no, he no. doesn't get arms. I forgot that was part of the deal. Um, so yeah, he's um, he's got the one leg on. Uh, it was kicking wildly for uh, a few moments there, but he got that settled down. He had a, a connection reversed, okay. and then he uh, he's working on uh, attaching the the other leg right now. Okay. 
Um, Razor, I, I know it's not time for a mid-year or end-year evaluation upon uh, your meatbag employee, the breather, but uh, would you say overall that there is is, is hope for your, uh, your cause here? Well, uh, the, this breather that we have working on me right now seems to actually uh, have some sort of knowledge, almost. Uh, Razor's kind of impressed that he, he has some knowledge of, of what's going on and uh, gives him some, some praise that uh, he may actually uh, be worthy of the, the skin that he's and space that he takes up. Okay. Now... Um, I think we'll have all this happen in parallel, so let's have, uh, Sabre, Mm -hmm. you send some light down one of the passageways, Mm -hmm. you don't see anything, but, um, starting in this round, you're starting to get the sensation that, uh, you're starting to actually hear stuff coming. Okay from that passageway and it's going to be a very short while before whatever that is is here okay would you like to do anything this round before your compatriots turn the corner behind you so they're heading up they're going to come back the way we came mm-hmm. am I going to lose sight of them pretty quickly uh, this round, if they turn the corner, yes. Either way, you're not going to be able to get up to where they are in, in the round you have. Mm. You, are, you, are, you are at the same time a, a foreguard and a rearguard. Mm. Well, I am going to trust that they are skilled and knowledgeable enough to take care of themselves at least for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I will keep my concentration down that hallway. Is this sound anything that she's encountered before, knowing her travels and quite quite possibly. Would that be a wisdom check? Uh yes. And oh, is that is that the is that the eyeball of almost rolled a one or no? It was an eight. Okay. No, there was uh, thirteen. Okay. Should I be nice, Cesar? Yes. Sorry. What do you think? Um... No. Mildly helpful, no? No. Alright. Uh you, you you must be out of practice, Sabre, because um all you're doing is giving yourself additional stomach indigestion. Hmm. Okay. Now, uh Xanatari. Mm-hmm. You and Thorn, um, you're gonna give your actions, and then I will give the reaction to your actions based on what you do. Okay? But it will be in parallel. Okay. As I get to the turn in the uh, the pathway, I'm going to 
try to see if I can see anything else in the shadows, if they are close to where I am. And uh, if they are, I'm going to prepare an attack, and I'm going to run around the corner quickly. Okay, which attack are you going to prepare? Well, since I don't know what I'm facing, I'm going to go with Hammering Wind, because knocking them backwards would be great. Okay. So we'll see. I'm preparing in case. Okay, very good. Thorn. Okay. Um, I have a couple of things that I want to do. Um, okay. So the first thing I want to do is, uh, looking around the the corridor that we're in, I guess, uh, are there any sort of ledges up on the, the walls, like, you know, decorative type um, edging or something that, that could support maybe a person or... No, this is sort of a natural kind of uh, tube rock passage. Is the other wall smooth, or are there any overhangs at all? No real overhangs. There's probably maybe about two feet of height above um, your head at this present point. Actually, let's make it make it four feet. Um, it's kind of wide where you're at, but it doesn't appear to be any sort of uh, overhead crevices at this at this point. There are a couple spaces where you can um, indentations in the wall mm-hmm. where you could press yourself into if you wanted to, but it's all it's all just uh, natural. It's not worked in any way. All right. Well, uh, in that case, I'll scrap that idea. Um, and dropping to all fours um, because of the my new my new form uh, and the sort of movement and capabilities that it allows, um, I would basically um, stealth my way up to um, the nearest uh, rock outcropping, mm-hmm. um, possibly on the opposite side of the corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, away from the light and sort of opposite side to where Zenitari is. Mm-hmm. Um, draw an arrow and ready one of my own abilities. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use... So you're, in a, so you're not in Razor Claw form right now, correct? No, no, I'm in Soul of the Wolf. So my basically what, what that is is that's the ultimate, or the alternate form that I have. It's mm-hmm. basically the combination of wolf and um, wolf and humanoid, so it's basically taken my razor claw appearance and then made it more bestial. Okay. So, the, everything is stretched and looks more nightmarish and kind of almost, I almost look kind of like a worgen. Okay. Um, and you ready which attack with your bow? I am readying how can you That's... shoot Envy a Wolf? I still have hands. It's the same way Morgan. that a Wargan can still use a sword and shield. Okay. I still have opposable thumbs and stuff. Are there Hunter Wargans? I guess there are. There are, yes. Um, it doesn't take much to grip a, a, a bow and a string. Besides, I haven't learned how to use knives yet. <laughs> That'll be next. I'm going to ready um, my spell 
I don't know which one to use. I'm going to use, let's go with the old-timey classic. Let's go um, Biting Swarm. Okay. So that one there is where my, my arrow basically explodes and turns into spirit insects. Okay. Turning into like a, a swarm. So would, would you say that you're, you have the heightened sense of smell at this point? I would. I'd have, I've already got dark vision. Okay. Or low light vision. And mm-hmm. I have um, uh, probably a, an enhanced sense of smell that is akin to that of a, of a wolf's, um, given that it's basically, I, I take on the aspects of everything wolf-like, but in a humanoid form. So I would be sniffing the air and, and doing all those sorts of things. Um, think of it like predatory instincts. Um, Xanatari moving through the area is easy to pick up, but she's actually changing some of, uh, some of the air currents a little bit, um, just as she's passing things, so she's kind of pushing, pushing some air around. And just as she's going around the corner, you smell something very familiar, uh, actually a pack mate. Uh, mm-hmm. right. I am going to change tactic, drop arrow and bow, and perform a sort of like a, a running grab, like run past, grab like the back of uh, her armor or something, and bring it back around the corner. Okay. Um, and as I do this, I would basically put her up against the wall and kind of hold, kind of like what Sabre did, hold my finger over my lips in a in a silent fashion telling her that you know to be to be quiet just for the moment okay uh let's have you let's actually let's have Cesar roll a reflex check versus uh on on uh, Xanatari so that way the dice are third party any kind of modifier Mm. Well, she is trained. I'm so guessing do? her reflex is close to 20. Mm, if 17. Not over. Yeah. Let's give a, uh, a, a plus four. Plus four. Okay. I rolled a 17, so 21. Nice. Very good. Uh... Xanatari, you're suddenly startled by uh, Thorn grabbing your armor. Mm-hmm. Well, not expecting an attack from the rear. Uh, I would probably put up my sword and prepare to defend myself until I'm spun around and shoved against a wall and then Thorn's hairy face is in mine. And uh, I guess learning from the past when I thought he was going to attack me and he actually was trying to help me with the brooch, I would take a second to pause before hitting him and uh, and not do that. Uh, so I would look at him. Yeah, I would swing and wait sort a of second, deliberately miss him. Yeah, wait a second, then knock him in the head. No. Uh, wait a second and, you know, try deliberately as I'm instinctively swinging to miss and just pause and look at him. Okay. Uh... Thorn. Yes. I I, um, I I I I don't I don't believe I've ever had the privilege of saying this on, on a podcast, but uh, one of your plans just worked. 
It's impossible. Something's gonna go wrong. I don't self-combust or something. No, no. Not at this point. Good God, he's done a good deed. Okay, um, so you, you you have now prevented Xanatari from going around the corner. Uh, you dodged the very half-hearted uh, swing. What do you want to do now? Um, I'm going to basically pull her down into a into a crouch and and motion for her to stay put. Okay. Um, and I'm going to continue to stealth around the corner, um, sort of sticking to the shadows and the indentations in the wall, like you uh, described earlier, um, okay. to get closer to this scent that I've been smelling. Okay. As you turn the corner, um, you realize probably about 20 feet down the corridor, the sound of scraping and tapping are a large series of legs. And some spikes that are um, scraping against the stone. There's very kind of uh, thin spear-like legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, should be rather familiar to you, but with the the, the backlit lights, it just kind of looks like this massive legs in hell. Coming your way, uh, um, which freezes am I... as you as you come around the corner. <gasps> I, Fluffy. Yes. Fluffy. Fluffy. What are you doing down here? <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 there's there's sort of like a a, a a shaking motion from the mass. And it continues now rapidly to try and sort of work its way down the passageway. The spikes that are on the harness, the riding harness underneath, are scraping against the stone as it tries to make its way um, closer to the sound of your voice. (laughs) Alright, well I would move towards it then as well. Um, do you unstealth? Um, wise for me not to, just until I can see, until I can, like, see him visually and that there's, everything is okay with him. Um, like, he hasn't been taken over by another drow rider. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll for perception versus a. Uh, that would be a natural 20. Okay. You are able to see, um, this is kind of a boring natural 20, but uh, we'll give that you in just a moment. As far as visually, uh, he has not been taken over. Um, mm-hmm. Appears to be maybe a little more battle scarred, because you haven't seen Fluffy since uh, that whole combat thing upstairs, uh, the war. But um, Fluffy seems to be doing well. But for your natural 20... Um, you can have an appropriately epic, uh, sound of music style, uh, reunion with Fluffy, <laughs> which you must describe in... Hills are alive with the drool of Fluffy. Yes. Um, seeing Fluffy and seeing that he's okay and a little bit scarred and, and whatnot, I don't self, um, and walk up to him, 
um, and and grab him by one of the fangs and pull him forward and smack him across the top of the head. Okay. Um, for for startling not only me but the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, before giving him a a a good rub around the mandibles and 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 across the top of the head. Um, okay. Before um, maybe fetching out of one of my my bags uh, some of the some of the dried meat ration and, and dropping it on the floor in front of him so he can have something to eat. Um, and then I would see, I would actually call out to Zanatari, um, they're just in like a joyous, happy yelp, it's fluffy! <laughs> I would so, get up off the floor, wander forward towards you to witness this, uh, kind of smirk at you and be like, hey, fluffy, <laughs> I wonder how he got down here. Um... I would give like this uh, happy shrug, and then probably go about set about like taking the spikes off the bottom of the uh, the saddle um, to prevent any more scraping, which is is probably quite an annoying noise. Um, and maybe stow the spikes away in uh, a saddle bag or something like that. Okay. After you do that, I would turn because I remember there's something coming up the other hallway, and unless we have two fluffies, there's something else approaching. You actually don't know that yet. In I character. I don't know that Sabre went to the other hallway. You, you just know that he went to the other hallway. You don't know that there's actually something coming from that way. You just know that he tried to send light up that way. Okay. Do I need to roll an intelligence check to figure that out? I will gladly do so. Let's see. What is my intelligence? Should we call it wisdom? Uh, 24. Um... Yes, the the math is starting to add is starting to add up that there's uh, a bit more than cautious concern on Sabre's part because normally Sabre would uh, maybe not be quite so vigilant. I wouldn't attribute cowardice to him, and the fact that he fled in the other direction down a hallway mm-hmm. while sending light would probably not be something I would instinctually believe. Okay. So I would, I would put the numbers together and assume there's something coming down that hallway that concerned him. So. Very good. Um, to the rest of the party, what you hear is uh, Sabre. Mm-hmm. You hear Fluffy, Uffy, 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 echoing down the hall past you from where uh, Thorn and Xanatari went around the corner. Cesar, you... Don't really hear anything other than the sound of your own uh, brilliance and thoughts. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's just like ding, ching, ding. That's what this brilliance sounds like. You know, you're 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 just you're just in your happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, Razor, I'd suggest perhaps maybe Pink Floyd's "Dark Side of the Moon." <laughs> you know, whatever whatever you're picking up on non uh, on Cave X prefer- M radio or something. <laughs> Let's go. Wish you were here. Okay. Uh, but as the echo goes down the hallway a little bit, it's returned with the sound of a roar in anger. Then Atari, take us out. 
Okay. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at Death Before Dishonor, obviously at deathbeforedishonor.com. Find us on iTunes or subscribe on Twitter at Death Before. Please take a listen to the Great Area podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at genesee.com or signalsmedia.com. Also, if you'd like to speak to us, we have a forum on signalsmedia.com where you can let us know what you think about episodes or just tell us general things, which could be fun. Uh, And join us next week for a worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?